This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sky Blues Extra podcast, sponsored by Shortland Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. I'm David and I'm joined again by Andrew. All right, Dave, mate, how are you? All good. And Dean? Evening, chaps. How's it going? It's a busy week for the Sky Blues, with two games in the space of five days. The championship fixture doesn't seem to slow down at all. Unfortunately, it's a week which didn't yield a great deal of points for the Sky Blues, as they drew 1-0 with Swansea, followed by a 4-0 defeat at the hands of Blackburn Rovers. We'll take a look at those games and talk through them, as well as bringing you previews for the upcoming fixtures of Middlesbrough on Tuesday night and Reading at the weekend. So, chaps, uh, a very interesting week. Um, frustrating, I suppose, at times. But, yeah, I'll kick off with you first, Andy. How have you found the last two games? Yeah, very uh, interesting, to say the least, Dave. Um, very encouraged uh, with the Swansea game. Uh, and then, obviously, yesterday um, was a bit of a bump back to reality. However, I think the red card had a lot to do with that day. Yeah, and what about you, Dean? Yeah, it's the old age-old game of two halves, wasn't it, the first First game, you know, we, we, we showed a real good account of ourselves against Swansea, I thought. I thought we played mm. really well in stages. But, yeah, the Blackburn game was definitely one just to to forget about as quick as we can, really. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The Swansea fixture, Andrew, what were the match stats that reflected that scoreline on Tuesday? Yeah, they were much improved, Dave. Um, we had uh, 49% possession. We had nine shots compared to their six. Um, we had 42 422 passes compared to their 421 and we won more duels which it was much better because we won 69 duels compared to their 58 we were just more I don't know not up for it a bit more but more on the front foot shall I say 69 duels that sounds a bit like today I played football actually with the other oh, podcast you? host that <laughs> isn't here this afternoon but um yeah Tom and uh, he was like a, a young 
big mo mate just uh, a little bit yeah just Clearly a bit people. bit less pace um <laughs> dean what did you make of the team selection by mike robbins against Swansea? yeah i mean there's not there's not much else different we can do other than play the way we we normally know how to play um i was quite surprised McFadzine was still in the team. You know, the big talk at the start of the season was can Carl McFadzine play so many games in, in like big periods where we've got three games in a week? Um, so, you know, I was surprised to see him in the him in the team. But yeah, there's not much else we can really do, is there? Let's be honest. No, exactly. And I thought the Sky Blues started, you know, fairly brightly, Andy. How did, mm. What did you make of the early exchanges of the game? Yeah, a lot more better, um, a lot more aggressive, um, a lot more winning the second balls, a lot more, like I said in the stats, re- relays this, that we were on the front front a lot more. Um, it was a lot, lot better from the Sky Blues, and um, that's how we need to start games uh, more often. Yeah, definitely. The tempo, I think, of the, mm. the Swansea game was much, we were much at it. In, in yeah. fact, we were matching them, whereas uh, against perhaps Bournemouth and... <laughs> ratting um, about, David. And Brent, ratting yeah. about. Yeah, it, it, Bournemouth and Brentford, we perhaps just uh, we could see that sort of golf in pace and, yeah. and tempo, and we we couldn't get close. But I think we we matched uh, you know Swansea, and 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 we took the lead um, with a brilliant strike, um, a really good interception by McCallum, who I think's been absolutely superb actually since his introduction back into the squad. Dean. Yeah, he has, and even though he's playing on the right hand side of the pitch, it doesn't seem to have too much of an effect on him you know he's a fullback who knows how to play the role on the left he should know how to play out on the right the only difference is he's left-footed um but yeah the goal itself was a was a really really well worked goal he, he intercepted that ball really well uh, good ball through to Godden and Godden makes great runs all the time doesn't he um it's one of the assets of his game made a great run and and looked up for a change uh, <laughs> with a pass and um it was a brilliant run by Shipley I don't know if you noticed from the centre of the pitch that there, he got there within about six, seven seconds. Um, a brilliantly wild time finish um, by the by Shipley. And, you know, that's credit to having him further up the pitch. That's his best position, mm. um, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see him getting on, getting on the end of something. And, and, you know, fair play to Shipley. He does that quite a lot. He did it quite a lot in League One. And yeah. It's, an, it's a real asset in his game. Um making those runs into the box or on the edge of the box on, on this occasion. But yeah, the finish was absolutely sublime. Yeah, it's probably, you know, it's something we've spoke about on the Sky Blues Extra Lives after the fixtures and, and previously on the podcast, Andy. But it, mm. Shipley does have the ability to score from range and it, it definitely adds something to our team. With, with We don't actually score that many goals from outside the box, do we? So. No, we don't. And he's got a sweet left foot, hasn't he? Uh, we've seen that numerous, numerous of times of how he can connect with his left foot. Um, it was a good goal, um, well intercepted, like you said, to Dean from McCallum. And it was an excellent run by Godders. And he picked out Shipley brilliantly. And it was a beautiful side foot finish. And it hit the, the best sounding when it goes in off the post, isn't it? Yeah, and um, we saw that cross also by Giles, who's you know had a, a great start into the mm. season. Um, he's putting some brilliant balls across, Dean. But O'Hare, he he headed over, and um, you know there's been some times when he could have been a match winner, and perhaps uh, he should have done better there. And it's, it would also come on to the second half performance, but he, he should have done better with that header probably at that time as well. Yeah, and I think a real plus point of this year so far has been Giles' distribution of balls into the box. His crossing has been a real asset. 
Um, there's, there's not been too many times I think that ball's gone sailing over somebody's header, etc. But yeah, O'Hare for me, he just needs to be a bit more clinical in times. You know, when he's got time to do stuff, he's fantastic. But when it's that split second reaction, then he, he kind of needs to do better. I'm, I, I think back to back to Braum in the FA Cup last year. You know, does he overthink yeah. things at times? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's something he needs to work on. I'm, I have no doubt in my mind that he'll he'll get better at that. It's something you do you do tend to get better on as as you get more experience. Um, but for the time being, yeah, he, it's, it's something he needs to to work on quite quickly because we're getting a lot of chances. That, that we need to be more clinical on. Well, sorry, we don't create a lot of chances, but the ones we do get, we need to make we the most need of. To be more, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. And um, I'm not sure if we are playing the offside trap. Um, it looked a bit like that, although you know McFadden puts his hand up for anything. He's the old, experienced head, and that's that's him on there. So I, you know, I don't think it it always means that it's offside. But um, as a defensive player in the in the past, albeit a, a goalkeeper. Um, Andy, sure. do, do, do you think that the defence should have done better there? There's probably needed some more communication. How, what do you think went wrong for the for the goal? For Ayu's equaliser? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I thought it was just a ball down the side and obviously Fads put his hand up. But then he went over there half-heartedly, didn't he? Um, yeah. I think it, he it, maybe, maybe had the game of, you know, when he conceded a, a, the Peno against uh, I, I think he knew GPR. he was in the box. I think he yeah. knew he was in the box and I think he was worried and, and rightly so, I guess. You didn't want him mm. to go charging in, but he, 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 he was odds on to win that, wasn't he? Yeah, I expected him to clear it up. Um, and it just made him look, you know, he, they got it first and it just made him look a bit half-hearted, a bit like Hamer when he didn't challenge in the middle of the field, you know, mm. against Bournemouth. So it made, yeah. for me, I like seeing my defenders go through the ball, but then again, with the letter of the law these days, you can't do that, can you? So it's 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 a, it's a hard one, but for me, he should have got there first, and then obviously Ayu, who we know is a classy operator, put it in the bottom corner, and and that was um, a top finish by a top player. Yeah, and all but, but there's all... still three players around that ball. One mm. of them should at least put a challenge when the ball comes to Ayu. Comes back, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a mess. That, it's, when he's running yeah. at pace, though, it, it's yeah. quite difficult isn't it then I think that when he especially are you when he runs at pace like he's only you've only got to put a foot wrong isn't it and he's he's going over and, and I suppose but he did start from outside the box didn't he yeah Is so that means no one's tracked his run no. yeah but it, it, I think if Fads gets there first Dino it. yeah and the combo in it yeah yeah but you've still got to pick up your man as, mm-hmm. as, as coming into the box I mean I think it was probably Sheaf or or mm. um, or Alan. Maybe he, he just yeah. went sliding yeah. on through. It's just little things like that. They're, they're the things that are going to cost us when we, we're just not on it. You know, split second yeah. decisions, isn't it? And actually, we spoke how we were more at, at the tempo. We were more at the races against Swansea, and and even then, it, it shows that you only have to switch off, don't you, for that split second? Not track a man, not pick someone up, miscommunication. Um, and, and it's in the back of the net, and and these championship sides, they're not hanging around, are they? They, you know, they they can make something from from nothing. Um, a decent second half performance, and we could have won it at the end with a clearance off the line, and and also O'Hare missing that Citadine. I do love a little scramble in the box, mate. Um, and we had a few chances, didn't we? I Reminiscent mean, of Sunday afternoons. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
But I, th- I think Giles should have scored, to be honest. You know, he scuffed his shot completely. Yeah. yeah. And that allowed it to be cleared off the line. I mean, if he gets a clean contact onto that, there's no chance anyone's stopping the ball. Um, you know, and it goes in. And I've got to highlight the work by Pask here as well. Mm. You know, the ball is, is, is all over the shop and he, he, he just brilliantly to keep it alive. And then Schieffer, a great ball across. But O'Hare again, you know, like his chance in the first half, like the chance against Brom last year, it's a quick single second decision he's got to make yeah. and he and he's failed with it and if anything that was the easy chance wasn't it that was the easy chance of the two yeah um, he was that's probably what clear. he's got to add to his game isn't it to be more clinical in front of goal because he does get in positions and does get chances um we know he's a, a brilliant um provider of of goals and, and and we saw that last season the amount of times he set up Matty Godden but he's got to add a few more goals to his to his tally hasn't he Absolutely, and, and he, once he does that, he'll be one of the best players in the division. Yeah. But at, at the moment, he, he's he, like a lot of the team. I think we're just just going through the motions a little bit, mm. um, and we're we're seemingly still getting to grasp with the pace of the championship and, and how different it is. Um, and O'Hare is is one of those players who I don't think has found his feet yet. Um, and once once he does. Yeah, I'm sure the natural ability. And, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll you know, take he's him. He's a man with a lot, a lot of ability, isn't he? So we'll, we'll see it come to fruition at some point during the season, I'm sure. And Dean, what about star man against Swansea? Who, who is your, your best player? Yeah, I thought, um, I thought Sheaf played well. It was probably his best game in the Sky Blue shirt for me. Um, and Shipley in that advanced position looked really good. Defensively, we were sound. Hyam looked good. Um, but I'm going to go for Godden. Uh, mainly for his tireless work effort. Uh, it's, it's tremendous what he's doing for us. He's working really hard up there on his own. He never stopped. Causes defensive problems all the time because he's just pulling people out of position. So um, although he didn't get on the score sheet, I'm going to go with Matty Gollum. Sure, yeah. And Mark Robbins came out after the game, actually, and, and we're full of admiration for his striker who led the line once again and, and, and does put a, a serious shift in. Andrew, man of the match for yourself? Uh, ben Sheaf, I think um, he's been getting quite a lot of uh, people on his back recently from the Sky Blue Army and um, I think he shut his critics up quite a bit on Tuesday night I thought he was excellent um, his use of the ball was really good and obviously he, needed, he put on the plate for O'Hare at the end didn't he there that, that should have done that would have been a great assist but Ben Sheaf for me but also special mention for Jamie Allen um, he played in a role there was a bit deeper than what he's been used to recently. And I thought he was very good and very tenacious in the tackle. And I thought he got around the pitch really well as well. Do you think that's a position you could see him staying in this season? Oh. Or do you think it was just a, a sort of... I think it was just filling, yeah, filling... over a wound. I think filling a gap. Yeah. Um, because with Hamer and, and Walsh... Um, not Walsh, <laughs> well, I wish. Uh, Liam Kelly there. I think they'll, they'll be the two holding midfielders going forward. But he can do a job there and he did it really well. Yeah, exactly. And moving on to Blackburn. Uh, so from a fixture where <laughs> I think the, you know, the Sky Blues played really well and uh, gave Swansea a lot to think about to a game that probably one that we'll, we'll want to forget pretty quickly. Um, and therefore, I'm sure we won't dwell on this fixture for too long. But playing with 10 men for 75 minutes, Andy, I can imagine the stats make for quite grim reading. Yeah, I'm not even. Well, I'll, I'll read a couple out, but um, 
which will make us laugh because I think that's all you can do in this situation is laugh. Exactly. Um, 33% possession and then we had three shots compared to their 24. 24 and, shots. And I'm, I'm going to leave that there. Yeah, it's a surprise <laughs> that they didn't score more, really. Well, I, I think know. Was it yeah. nine on target or 13? Yeah, I haven't got the ones on target, but yeah, I think it was around nine. Yeah, so yeah, they need to sort the conversion rate out, Blackburn, don't they? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, with 24 <laughs> shots, but yeah. they'll take four. Um, yeah. And it's obviously whacked our goal difference um, for 16. But the way that Mark Robbins set up before the for the game, and, and that there's not a great deal you can do when you lose a man so early, and it's a, that's a, you know, a bone of contention that we'll come on to in a second. But it was, um, what did you make of his starting lineup? Um, yeah, I mean, Kelly came in, which was, you know, absolutely called for. He, yeah. he just makes us a better team, doesn't he? I mean, we tried to talk for, I think, a week too early. I think this is the game where we probably should have went with talk front. They played four at the back, um, Blackburn. Very different to most other teams in this division. And it would have probably given us a little bit more emphasis on maybe a little bit of a direct ball, Um but I mean, it all goes it all goes to pot when we lose a a man that early in the game. So it doesn't really, it didn't really matter what team he put out. If I'm if I'm perfectly honest, but for the first twelve minutes, I thought we quitted ourselves pretty well. Yeah, and in that first twelve minutes, Andy, obviously we had a fair amount of possession, and yeah. we actually had a really good chance, and it was through Godden. I think he did really well. Uh, it was knocked in by Giles. Yeah. Um, and he got he did really well to get in front of his man, not on his favourite foot. Um, but managed to sort of swivel and, and get his shot away uh, and just hit the, the the post. Yeah, that was a good strike play by Godden, very lively. Good ball, like you said, from Giles into him. He like, was on the, the side turn, wasn't he? He got there first and then he hit the post with a really good shot uh, with his weaker side. Um, a bit unlucky not to score, to be honest. And if that would have gone in, maybe it would have been a whole different story. Yeah, of course. And it didn't go on, go in and then we move on to the issue of the red card. It, it, it really did ruin ruin the game, especially for the Sky Blues. It was just, once that happens so early on, it, it's always going to be hard to to claw anything out of a game. But what did you think of the, the red card, Dean? We've seen a couple of these diagonal balls that we seem to struggle to deal with at times. And Rose has, has lost his man and, and I think you know he had to walk uh, for the push, although a lot of people saying that it, it should have been a, a booking. No, I mean it's, it's it's a definite red card. He made no attempt at the ball, and the law states you make no attempt at the ball. It's a penalty and a red card. It's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Uh, but like you say, Dave, we've, we've been caught out by this a couple of times. And if anybody's watched any of Blackburn's games, you'll see they try this every single time. They've got Adam Armstrong, who's one of the fastest players in the division. Loves playing off the shoulder of every defender. And he's, he's been in that sort of position four or five times so far this season. And it's, 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 it's obviously it's going to happen against us. I think our first problem on this is there was no press on the defender playing the ball. There's nobody mm-hmm. going anywhere towards him. You know, and they tried yeah. the same ball twice before, um, before this happened. Trying to get Armstrong in behind. And obviously it's one of their main weapons. So why wouldn't they attempt to do it? Our shape was completely wrong in defence and, and we've just been done time and time again with this ball over the top. And for me, I know in the heat of the moment you're going to try and, and stop the attacker, but let him shoot. 
let make him hit the mm. target. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know that it's. It's odd. It feels like I don't know. He he, he was as close to his man, if it, it, you know. He, and he was. It felt like he was kind of stumbling. And then you know, I'm not. I'm not making excuses. But he was kind of all the momentum for him was then going forward. And he sort of put put his hands uh, out, hasn't he? And he's he's obviously on on the bank. I mean, it looks like a shove actually, to be honest. It's but true. but you know, as soon as he sort of put his hands on the player he's then the hands have come straight up but I mean it was enough enough contact to to make obviously the Blackburn Rovers player go down and and like you say once that happens and he stopped a, a clear goal scoring opportunity did you see that Andy any different or just the same as as probably everyone as much as we want to wear sky blues tinted glasses uh, we all season it, it, he just had to walk didn't he and from then on it, it's difficult yeah, very difficult. No, I agree with uh, Dean and a, a lot of people um, saying that on our Twitter feed. A lot of people were saying it was a yellow. Well, not for me. Um, you know, the, the, like Dino said, there was no press on the ball, which was concerning. And it was just one ball over the top and he got the wrong side of Rose and and then he shoved him down and, you know, made, made no attempt for the ball. So it was, it was a definite red card and a definite penalty for me. And... Um, Put us in a really bad position. I'm surprised by Rose because Rose is normally very good positionally. And, yeah. Um, I'm I'm surprised he got caught by that because getting caught by one long ball over the top is is Sunday league stuff. So mm. it's it's just not good enough. And uh, and he's normally not like that, Rosie. So um, that surprised me. Yeah. Obviously, the red card had a massive effect then it on did. the game. And Dean, did did you see? After that red card, did you see it going any any other way, or did it just look like it was going to be one way traffic? I mean, it's hard enough to play against you know with eleven players against a lot of these championship sides um, without the you know going down to ten. Yeah, I mean we were pretty much chasing shadows then for the for the rest of the game. There was that odd man, didn't they, playing some um, yeah some triangles around us? But again, we're the makers of our own downfall because there were times we had a lot of possession. Um, stupid, silly, poor decision making, giving the ball away. You know that for me, that's quite concerning. You know, we've quite we've lost sight a little bit of what made this team so good last year. You know, we kept possession of the ball with ease. Do you think that's we just passed. because we're more hurried though? We're in. A, we've we've I mean, taken a step up. It's it's quicker. It's faster. You know, people's touch at times probably isn't getting found out as much as it perhaps would in in League One. That's too just many to bad put habits, in there, though. just just to put in there, Dean, regarding that. 120 possession losses against Blackburn. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad habits, you know. Mm. We're moving away from those short, sharp passes we were good at, moving into gaps, not really creating those triangles. And they're, they're the vital things to, that makes this team work, you know. And like, OK, Dave, you say it could be down to better opposition and those types of tactics won't work, but where's the plan B? We've got to have a plan B at some point. Um, so, you know, that, they're, they're the concerning things for me. And I think heads were down pretty much as soon as as soon as we went one 0 down, um, and it was always going to be an uphill struggle from there. Yeah, Andy, did you think there was anything that could be done about well any of the goals, but starting with the second for Armstrong, um, Morosi was unlucky, I think. Um, no, yeah, he nearly stopped it, didn't he? It was a, it was a good effort for Morosi. Um, but this is what Blackburn do: they slip Armstrong plays on the shoulder, they slip him in, he scores. But let's be honest. You're chasing shadows, aren't you? Fads was nowhere near him, was he? Mm. And uh, he just left him and 
can't leave a strike of Adam Armstrong's quality in the box like that because he'll score. Yeah, no, and I'm trying to rack my brains now to the third. I mean, it it, it did get even worse for the Scots. Was, was there yeah, some away. questionable defending, Dean, yeah. for the third goal? Yeah, high on, uh, as Andy said there, gave the ball away, trying to play a, a pass in between two Blackburn players, which just wasn't on. And then, yeah, it's pretty much played up the pitch as a free man in the middle of the box, and it turned out to be Harvey Elliott, and he, and he finished out, and he finished well, obviously. But, um, yeah, questionable, but... That's what I'm saying. It's just sloppy, sloppy uh, performance, really. Mm. Yeah, and of course, Blackburn, um, Blackburn, Blackburn, <laughs> hammered in their fourth, um, just to put the final nail in the coffin uh, towards full time. And it just feels like one to forget. It's a bad day at the office. Let's not forget we had one similar last season against Rotherham, where we just completely didn't turn up. This mm. one felt more out of our hands after the red card. Of course, mm. you know we know that, like Dean said, people have got to take responsibility for their own, you know, and and we're the masters of our own downfall with that. But it, it's one to forget about and move on, isn't it? Yeah, hundred um, percent. You're going to get games. Uh, where things are going to go against you. We had it against Bournemouth. Uh, we had it, obviously, on yesterday. Um, and, and it's going to happen, Dave, but you've got to... What, about, what they've got to do about this game is just try and forget about it and not dwell on it. Yeah. And just move on to Tuesday. We've got big players coming back on Tuesday. I hear that Dabo and Hamer... Obviously, Hamer's going to be back after suspension. I think Dabo might be fit as well. And they will make a huge difference to our team. So... Um, Forget about it, move on and look forward to Tuesday. I yeah. do I do feel like though this is perhaps the first bad period this team is is facing. Yeah. And what's important now is mm. how we bounce True. back from yeah, that. show yeah. character. Yeah. See, well, how deep, some, yeah. see how deep we can go. You know, mm. where's the fight? Where's the determination? Where's the characters who are gonna come and get us out of this sticky period? And yeah. of course there's gonna be loads of these during this season. Of course. And when is. you're battling the drop, it's all about how you come out of them. You know, teams like Luton got out of it last year, so Where's the characters in our team? Mm. And the next four or five games will give us a great opportunity to do that. You know, teams that um, are built on a defensive foundation first, it will give us a little bit more freedom to play our way of football. And it's going to be all about how we come out of this small blip, as it were. Um, But, I mean, for me, there's an overreaction to this defeat. You know, we've we've played against a very settled and... experienced championship side with an experienced manager. You know, they're hotly tipped to be amongst the playoffs. They've got a squad that's assembled over three seasons with lots of championship experience. It's as simple as that. I mean, only three days ago, you look at the Swansea defeat. Everyone was happy with the performance. We got a draw against a side who'd just been in the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, the the mood's changed. Yeah, Robin's out. Robin's defeat. out. Yeah, yeah Robin's I mean, out. I mean, that's. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. I, I can't believe it. That well, it wasn't. It wasn't trending. I had a little look, and there was a few little bits. But that's that's just that's crazy talk, isn't it? Character just... assassination is just completely unjustified, and it will it will end up doing more harm than good. If I'm honest, yeah. you know, the calls for Robin's out are just idiotic, and I'm not sure they're just trolls. Or maybe yeah. they don't have much of a clue about football, but come on, guys, get a grip. I mean, the man's got the keys to the city, really. Yeah. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's be yeah, honest. Exactly. He dragged us out of absolute obscurity. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. I listened. I did the Cardinal Sin this morning. I listened back to the radio phoning, and it's just absurd. Some of the some of the opinions people have got throwing the towel after seven games. I mean, come on. 
yeah no you're absolutely right there's going to be a lot more spells uh, of this look we asked a question on sky blues extra live of can the sky blues stay up do you think there's enough you know quality there to do that and that's that's a legitimate question it's not because of overreaction to seven games it's just that based on those first seven games is that you know is this team capable of, of, of remaining in the championship and i think when you look on the games that one we've had 10 men and, and two, we've not played a team that's just dropped out of the top tier of English football, if not world football. Then, you know, I think on those basis, you can clearly say, Andy, that we can. Yeah, well, yeah, I think we have. We're going to have to be judged when we get our players back. Um, Robin said after the game that we're missing players and good players. Been unlucky with injuries, isn't it? Yeah, we have and suspensions and stuff like that. Judge us when. The first top eleven are playing, and then we'll judge us from there. We've had a there lot is of... some light, isn't there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Jabello, Jabello's close. Castanier looked pretty good yesterday when he come on. I mean, I love Jermaine Castanier. You should play every week <laughs> for me. Hamer's the one back in the squad. Hamer's the one. Hamer missing. Yeah, Hillsner yeah. got good reviews from the under twenty three game. Davo's mm. not too far away. There's light there. You know, yeah. let's just enjoy it. There's no point all the doom and gloom. You know, there's no, no hope, no help to anybody. And take it from me, the players look at the likes of Twitter, etc. Yeah, of they course. know the general feeling amongst the fan base, especially I Sky mean, Blue Extra. They listen to that, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to come on the live show on Tuesday from the, the team. But, but I mean, look at the overall picture, though. Two wins from the three promoted sides this season. Yes. Yeah. And you know, one of them was against another promoted team. So it shows the difference in class in this league. We've just got to grin our, grit our teeth and bear it sometimes. And yeah. we'll, we'll get the look of the draw at some point, I'm, I'm sure of it. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Andrew, was there anyone that stuck out for you in, in the Blackburn game um, that, that you think, you know, under the circumstances, had a really good game? Oh, my word. Um, Michael Rose, I'm one. joking. Um oh. The kit God, man. Gordon, because of his work rate, and he nearly scored. To be fair, it sounds really bad, but we conceded four goals. But I, I think Morosi probably made it less. Yeah. Like you know, he probably kept us it down to below sort of seven at times. I mean, he made that that cracking save in the first half. He, yeah. he made a few more. Um, Dean, anyone that stuck out that you saw a glimpse of, apart from Castanier, because you've already shown your undivided <laughs> Jermaine love Cast- for him. Jermaine Castanier wins man of the match when he's not even in the squad for me, Dave. How's that? Now, anyone who lasted the 90 minutes uh, watching yeah. it on iFollow, um, well done to everybody. Honestly, it was it was just one of those games we just forget about it. But yeah, player-wise, I'll, I'll go with Gordon um, like Quite with, with with Andy just for his work rate and, and creating that chance really out of nothing. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's one to forget, like we've said, and we've already mentioned that. And what we do now need to do is move on. And and championship games come quick and you know really fast. Uh, there's no time for us to dwell on a bad result. And it's Middlesbrough next. They they don't get any easier, but it is another tough game, Andrew. Yeah, against Neil Warnock, of all people. Um, yeah, it's going to be a very tough game. Uh, just looking back at their fixtures and results, how they've done um, out of the last six, they've won two and drawn four of them, four. so they haven't lost for a long while. Um, a lot of 
they don't score many, do they, Borough? And um, but they're efficient at what they do. Like Dino said, they're a bit of a defensive unit, aren't they? But with players coming back, and we've got to go there and show no fear, and and hopefully we can pick three points up. I'm not I'm not one of these pessimists who think, oh, we've got Middlesbrough away, we've got no chance. Not at all. Let's go there and see what we've got. Yeah, and again, it's on Sky Sports, of course, and the following fixture is also on Sky Sports. So we're, we've got mm. some busy time and income from the, the cameras, Dean. What do we know about Middlesbrough in terms of perhaps some of the signings they made over the summer? And and is there any players that you would say that the Sky Blues really need to watch out for? It's a, it's a very young squad, but they are they do have a lot of championship experience. You know, the likes of Britta Sombolonga, he's been around a long time. Mm. He's, uh, he's one to look out for. Yeah, Howson, Marvin Johnson, Ashley Fletcher, just some of the names are rattling off. You know, these guys have got nearly 100, 115 championship appearances. Um, and they brought in Grant Hall from QPR, which I thought was an absolutely fantastic signing at this level. Um, he's a very commanding centre-half. He's a real leader. Um, and one that surprised me is that they signed Chupa Agpom, who obviously we had in loan in 2014. Yeah. They spent £2.5 million on him. I mean, that's some a lot people of got money, money to burn. Who, yeah, obviously. Um, and, you know, what could we do with two and a half million extra? Five signings, I think. Exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot I expect of him. I mean, he hasn't really hit the heights. Um, I mean, didn't, he didn't really particularly play well for us, did he, during that loan spell? But, um, yeah, a lot is expected of him. And, like Andy said, they're, they're not, they, don't, they don't score really uh, freely. They're very well defensive drilled unit, you know, near, a typical Neil Walker, you know, hard to break down. Um, they'll, put, they'll play three at the back, um, but unlike us, they play, play a very, very compact five in the middle and they rely on the counter attack and a set play to, to cause issues. Um, I was looking at some of their stats. They don't really create that much in regards to chances. It's only around about 11 per game and, and it's about 2.4 of them on target. So, you know, it's that's something... That will allow us to express ourselves a lot more in this game. You know, we won't have to deal with a high press. We we will create chances, especially down the wings. And now it's all about taking those chances. It's one of those games. It's the perfect game to bounce back. You know, it's, and it you know for me, wouldn't it just be great to get one over on Warnock? Oh, mm. fun. absolutely fantastic if we if we can do that. But I'm I'm in the same same boat as Andy there. I don't think we can we have to fear anything from this Middlesbrough team at all. We, we just need to go and express ourselves, play the way we know how to play, get the basics right. It's a game for getting the basics right. And if we do that, then I'm sure we'll come away with something. And if we come away with a point, happy days. But three is not out of the question. No, exactly. And I think, uh, I hope, hope all of our listeners at home caught that because um, it was some of that. I think that was the Italian Wi-Fi breaking up a little bit there, Dean. But um Expected lineups, Andy, is one that's going to be really, really interesting, I think, for, for Mark Robbins. He's got some players coming back. There's a, a view that um, Dabo would possibly be able to come back into the squad. Um, of course, we've got Amir, haven't we? We've that He's yeah. coming back from his, his suspension. Um, so there's some there's some positive news. I'm I'm not sure about Tyler Walker actually. Whether he he'd be in contention. I know there was a ten day period. I'm not sure if it. Is Shipley still out, Dave? I think Shipley is obviously going to be. It, it's a mandatory seven days. I think so. Oh, I think he could yeah. also be in contention. 
it would that he'd just fall into that when was it it was Tuesday Tuesday so I think it goes from midnight the next night though so I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure he'll be out along with Tyler Walker I think that's his 10th day yeah okay fine so because it was tested on the Friday yeah so yeah I'm sure I'm sure he'll still be out but we yeah. have a lot of, we I mean if David comes back there's there's the option there does, yeah. does McCallum go to left back yeah I mean his performances I think have maybe warranted a um that opportunity to play in his favourite position um, Kelly, Kelly, and Amir. You know, I mean, that uh, for me, that was probably sort of what was in Robbins's mind at, at the start of the season. There was a lot of talk on Skybrew's extra live, Andy, about the potential of does Robbins need to look at a change in terms of his his formation setup? Mm. Um, for you, what would be the the starting lineup, um, or or just the changes, perhaps from the Blackburn fixture on, um, on Tuesday night? I'd bring Hamer in uh, for Sheath. Um, I would bring in Ostergaard in for Rose, obviously. Um, I can't see Dabo being fully fit, if I'm being honest. So I think he'll be on the bench. So I think um, Callum right back, left back Giles. And then I would play Allen further forward with O'Hare and Godden up front. Yeah. And Dean, what about yourself? What what changes would you make to the starting lineup for Tuesday night? Yeah, I, I feel like we need an extra man in the middle of the park for me. Um, I think the the game so far have shown that we seem to be getting overrun in midfield. So I drop one of the forward three and bring him back into the midfield. Um, maybe play Kelly Sheaf and Amer in the middle, and then maybe drop um, Callum O'Hare because Callum O'Hare. He's in the firing line a little bit, you know. We're relying on him a little bit too much, so maybe let's drop him out and see if we can maybe bring him on at 60 minutes to see if he can make a difference in a game when legs are tired up the, the top end of the pitch. So they'd be the changes for me. And um, if Dabo's fit, he comes straight in. There's no question about that. And you know, like I said previously, McCallum, his performances so far have maybe warranted him to to start a game in his favourite position at left back. So. Maybe that's another one I'd look at and give Giles a little rest. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Sure. Andy, what would you... We all know what we'd like. It would be three mm. points. But what would your score prediction be? I think it would be 1-1, one, one. Uh, Dave. I think we'll get a draw out of this. And I think it would be similar to the Swansea game. I think we'll get a positive result. I think it would be a more positive performance. Um, we got a good reaction after losing to Brentford, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so I expect the same uh, from the Sky Blues on Tuesday night. And I, I think we're going to draw. I think it'd be 1 1. Yeah, I think Mark Robbins uh, and AD will be in the change room, you know, expressing that some of the some of the mistakes and some of the, the stoppy play probably is, you know, it, it isn't going to be sort of stood for. But at the same time, mm. I'm sure he'll be saying that when you go down to 10 men that early in a game, it's always going to be hard to get something from it and fully focusing on. Tuesday night and, and making sure that you know no one's dwelling on a bad result. Dean, how do you see this one going? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking to see a, a better performance all round from the Sky Blues in this game. Um, I'll take a one-one like Andy. Um, I'll be very surprised if if we don't turn up to this match um, after after Saturday's performance. I'm sure the boys will be well drilled by by Mark and and AD to say that performance just wasn't good enough. It's as simple as that. Regardless if we had ten men or not. Um, it just wasn't good enough to to put on a sky blue shirt and perform like that, really. So, I'm expecting a 
um, a good performance from the Sky Blues. And if, and if we get a 1-1 draw out of this, I'll, I'll happily uh, come back down the motorway with that. Yeah, exactly. And then the Sky Blues will return to St Andrews. They'll take on, well, as we go to air, top of the table, Reading. This is one where we perhaps would have been targeting three points uh, before the start of the season, but Reading have made a really strong start to the season and remain unbeaten. Can we burst their bubble, Andrew? Yeah, I think we can. Um, as long as we don't get turned over easily at Middlesbrough, yeah. If we put a positive performance in at the Riverside on Tuesday get some confidence from that and don't get anyone sent off in the first 12 minutes against Reading, then yeah, definitely we can definitely burst the bubble. If you look at the the, the results, and I know I was speaking to Dino before the start of the show, um, they haven't played, they've played a lot of poorish teams. they played Rotherham, they played Wickham, they played yeah. Barnsley. I know they beat Watford, but Dino said at the start of the show, and I agree with him, that was at the start of the season. They beat Cardiff as well, but that again was at the start of the season. I'm not trying to play down their results, they've been fantastic and they lead the, the but they've championship some really favorable well. Teams, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, if we get a good well, result on, on the contra, we haven't, have we really? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've we've had it we've had it tough, but you know, this championship is tough. So it you know, there's not many easy games you can say, Oh, that's gonna be a result either. Sometimes you get results when you don't think you're gonna get them. So um as long as we don't get turned over against Middlesbrough, I think, and then we get a positive result, there's no reason why we can't beat Reading on Friday night in front of the Sky cameras. Yeah, and and Dean Andy talked about the results that Middlesbrough have, have you know got so far this season. Reading, but, so <laughs> Reading, <laughs> too many teams, eh? Too many teams, yeah, far too many teams in the championship. We should uh, reduce it. But um, no, what do, what do we sort of make of, of Reading in terms of the style of play? And and again, similar to to the Middlesbrough preview, is there anyone that you'd be saying that the Sky Blues have got to keep an eye out for? Well, they've, they've got a talented squad. I mean, you you kind of say the same thing about most teams in this division. Well, of course, they they do. They have, they do have some real real talent. You know, like John Swift. George Puskas, Lucas Zhao, who's banging them in for, for fun at the moment, and Ovia Jaria, who they bought in from Liverpool, which was an amazing... Somehow they got, got hold of this kid um, on, a, on a permanent deal. Um, uh, superb signing. Unbelievable. He's had an impressive start to his, his life at, at Reading this, this season. And he's one that... That's, that's without doubt. But I think you, you've got to... Take your hat off, really, to the to the job uh, Panovic has done. I mean, he's yeah. a relatively unknown. I mean, he was only I think it was Chicago was his own will was his only really um, previous job. I mean, he he did some some national stuff, but nothing really to to write home about. But you know, he's proven everybody wrong. I mean, I mean proven us wrong as, as well. Let's be honest. We we tipped Reading to perhaps struggle this year. Um, yeah, it's a relative yeah, unknown, you know, when a new manager comes in, you know, especially one who hasn't managed in those British leagues, there could always always be some teething issues. Is there any instability, you know, behind the scenes? But so far, so good, and they're sitting pretty at the top of the tree, and that's because they're playing some very attractive football. They're defensively sound. They work it into the channels really well. They play through the centre of the pitch with these nice triangles. Uh, so we've got to be wary. This this is a game where it's probably two sides that will play very much the same really although they they do play with a very solid back four it's worked so far with just one goal conceded um, they'll play through the centre of the park like we like we want to um, so we, we, 
we've got to be careful of that. But it it might be the case of it might be two teams that just square up against each other and, and sort of match in in that respect. You know, we we play very similar, so um, it's going to be an interesting one. This one for me, um, but there's there's no doubt that you know, depending on the performance against Middlesbrough, there's no doubt that we can't get something from this match. Yeah, and it, it's a little soon, really, to be talking about expected lineups. We don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday night, of course, so we haven't got the hindsight of that. But, Andy, th- we do know that there will be some players coming back. Um, as we mentioned, Tyler Walker will Ooh. be back for this fixture. We know that Shipley uh, more than likely will. You would hope that Dabo is back to some sort of fitness, be it full fitness, do you think there would be a, a time for Robbins to be changing, um, you know, with Tyler Walker coming into the fold and going two up top? Is that something you can see that he'd ever do? Or do you think it would just be that Tyler Walker may need to, you know, play second fiddle to Matty Godden? Um, yeah, I can see it happening, but not yet. Because yeah. obviously Tyler's just coming back from having a serious virus. So I can't see him starting against... Reading, um, I think that'd be too soon for him. Um, but definitely something down the line, yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm quite looking forward to actually seeing them two play together at some point and see if they can click. And I bet Robbins is looking forward to that as well because again, it's that's how it's been this season. It's been very frustrating. It's been very pop bitty suspensions, injuries. Yeah. It'd be just nice. It feels to... for me an interesting one. That we mm. made point that we made on Skybridge Extra. It feels for me that. He, he's not really had to say this is my my no. first eleven, which no, you'd expected him to have have to have done by now. But he's been so, you know, hijacked with with injuries, suspensions that you mentioned that he's never he's not really had to say this is my my first eleven. I suppose you could say what he started at the Bristol City game could be. No, but no, he's been plugging holes, hasn't he, Mark? And it's been difficult for him. There's been suspensions, injuries. Um, so hopefully. We can stay clear of that now, get a settled team down and uh, and go forward and start picking up some wins. And what do you think this game, do, do you think we can get a result from this game? What We've obviously a great record. We don't know what yeah. happened with Reading, obviously, yeah. Tuesday night. But do you, do you think that being at home, it will give us a bit of a home advantage? You see us taking any last, last season, Dave, yeah. Uh, our home form has been a bit, well, I know we got a result against QPR, but apart from that, it's not been great, has it? Um, but, you know, saying that, this, I think this, this, this it's, it's, it's a bit early to say because we don't know about the Middlesbrough game, but I think exactly. if we get, it, if we get a, a positive result against Borough, like I said earlier, there's no reason why we can't turn Reading over. Dean, any changes for you on the um, lineup? If 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 everyone was fully fit, for, for, well, not everyone, but with the people that are coming back from obviously suspensions, injuries, um, in contention, is there anyone you'd like to see come into the fold? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer that we need to play free in the middle of the park. Um, we just we just need to shut up shop a little bit in the middle of the park. So again, that's a, that's that's something I would do. Um, and if he wants to go to up top, this this could be a game to do it as well. Um, there's no reason why we can't play three in the middle and to up top. There's no reason why we can't do that. Um, okay, it might leave a bit of a gap, and we might end up playing a bit more direct. But for me, um, the first form of attack is defence. Um, especially this season, we, we're looking to survive the drop. So 
Um, for me, that's what I would do. Whether he's going to do it, I, I, I doubt it, just because he's got this one way of playing it that he wants to play. And yeah. Like, he's, like, like Andy said, I'm not sure he knows what his best team is at the moment. If he's got all these jigsaw pieces, he just doesn't know how to put it together. Um, mm. And he hasn't, he's had a few pieces missing. So uh, it'll be interesting, actually, um, just just to see. It's you know, as, as I said, and I don't want to dwindle on it too much, but they play very similar to how we do for the middle of the park. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how we match up against that. Um, and it's on Friday night again. And obviously, uh, we won one, uh, lost one. So hopefully, we can win another. Just get that yeah. sequence going. That'd be nice, wouldn't it, on a Friday yeah. night? Yeah, exactly. And it gives us the rest of the weekend to to enjoy it. So I quite like these Friday night games. I don't know about you guys, but I, I quite enjoy them. It's, um, you know, a nice end to the week. You've got Tuesday, which obviously breaks up the week a little bit as well. So they, the fixtures are coming thick and fast, but it, it, it's good, isn't it? And hopefully we can um, get a result at St. Andrews under the lights. Um, that's all we've got time for really this evening. And um, as always, lads, thank you for your contribution this evening. Pleasure, Dave. Cheers, Dave. Thanks, mate. And listeners, do check out our partner, Shortland Horn, for the latest properties across Coventry, and they kindly sponsor the podcast. Also, make sure you check out the Sky Blues website. The You can find our latest merchandise, including the new Cyril Regis Sabutio t-shirt that we've just launched. And as always, if you want to get involved in the conversation, just use the hashtag SkyBluesExtraPodcast. And do make sure you're around to watch our SkyBluesExtra live. Those episodes are on after the fixtures, and you can join in with the conversation on air. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.